0: Y'all ready for God's word this morning? Amen, Amen, me too, me too. All right, here's what we're gonna do though. Uh, We're in a series as a church and we're calling this series Heart Check. And sort of the foundational concept behind this series is that we would not go into a new year with like resolution thinking, but rather go into a new year with revelational thinking. Let me tell you this, that if God gives you revelation, it'll change you forever. If you just try to self-will yourself into change, it may last or it may fail, and statistics would tell us it's likely to fail. And we're in installment number three. We're doing a study out of Matthew chapter six. And we'll give you a little background of how this happens, that our staff actually comes together, 10 of us. We come together, and we, we spend uh, basically an entire day, and we spend hours in Bible study and prayer. And then we, we pull together from that time of study and prayer these series that we present to you and invite you to take this journey with us. And when we did this, one of those uh, people that participated in creating this sermon series was Pastor Juan. And I said to him, I knew in my heart, I wanted him to to share God's word with our church and I wanted him to do it early in the year. And so I just looked over at Pastor Juan, I said, hey, Pastor Juan, of all these topics that we're going to communicate in this series, if you could pick any of them, which one would you choose? And he said, I choose forgiveness. And I was like, dang, bro, that's the deep end of the pool. All right, all right. And I said, it's yours. And so today you're gonna get the opportunity to hear from Pastor Juan Sanchez. And as he makes his way, I'm gonna have you clap for him in a second. But as he makes his way, come on up, come on up. I wanna, I just wanna talk to you about him just for a moment. I could talk about, I could spend our entire message time just bragging on him and his family. I could talk to you about the first time that we met And the the first conversation that we had, I could I could talk to you about how both of us had this sense in our hearts that God wanted to do more between us than just be acquaintances. We we kind of had that sense. I could tell you the story of how I believe God started to open the door for Pastor Juan to come onto our staff. But I thought, man, at best at best I'm going to be able to offer him a part time position. And God, I don't even know if that would serve his family. I don't know if that's going to work. And we just. Begin to pray about that, and then God opened the door for him to take a full-time position, which I can tell you the details of how that felt like a miracle at that time. And then God transitioned some people off our staff, and it was like all of a sudden we had him and Margin. You know, and it was like, dang, God, you're really awesome. I can tell you about the first time I ever heard him communicate uh, to, to the gospel, and I remember thinking, that is a marked man by God to present the word to people. I could tell that instantly. I could spend a lot of time talking to you about the influence and the impact that he's had on you, even if you don't know it already. In the short time that he's been a part of our church family and a part of our staff, I could just talk about the influence that he's already having on Church on the Rock. Pastor Juan, like most of us, wears a lot of hats. We all have, at our our church size and staff level, all of us wear different hats. We serve different areas and own responsibilities uh, more than just one thing, and so he oversees missions which we're pretty excited. That's a lot of the reason we get to go to, to Zambia is because of him, and he oversees that. He oversees pastoral care, so when there's needs within our church, people are hurting, or there's something going on, or maybe you had a baby, or whatever it is, like that's, that's kind of un- him, and then he's overseeing outreach for our church. And I just want to say about this man standing beside me right here is that you cut him, he bleeds missions, he bleeds care, he bleeds outreach, It is so in him, and since him joining our staff, I believe the level of our church has risen, even if you haven't recognized it yet. I can see it, but I'm on the inside a little bit. But everything in our church has risen because of him. Not only that, he is a pastor, an ordained minister of the gospel, and he's marked by God. And so I am super, super excited for him to bring the word into our church this morning because he's a part of the lifeblood of our church. Don't you believe that, everybody? Amen. <laughs> As a bonus, he has agreed to present the message today in English. And uh, we're pretty excited about <laughs> that. Church of the would you please, one more time, just give it up for my friend, my brother, Pastor Juan Sanchez.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> good morning church good morning. um he said it all and <laughs> but i'll also um yes church on the rock this is home and uh welcome uh, welcome all of you and also those who are watching online and um um, what a pr- privilege and honor to to be part of this amazing community of, of believers. And, um, and I know um, Pastor Judge he, he he likes to brag about all this money. Nobody like about him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Pastor Judge, I just want to say thank you, your family, amazing staff, this amazing community of believers. Um, since they since won, January 29, 2020. I'm very good with dates, okay? All right? <laughs> January 29, 2023. That was last year. Since they since won, you guys have been amazing to me and my family. And um, the love and the embrace by all of you, um, I have no words to describe. How the 2023 20, year um, was very crucial for, for us as a family. And, and for so many reasons, um, today I can stand before all of you and speak this message about forgiveness from my place of healing. Pastor Joe, thank you for... Because, um, I've served different places and different ministry. And, and, and unfortunately, I have to say this. Um, not everyone, but some look at me as a competition. But Pastor Jill, look at us. He saw a potential in us. So we can walk, walk Alongside together for something that is bigger than us, which is the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Brother. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. I don't see the time. Okay. There you go. All right. uh, without further delay, let us pray. Father of God, we we are in your presence and because of Jesus and the power of your spirit. Please help me to speak from your heart, God, and, and for our edification and for your glory. And Father, please do what only you can do. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, so um, two weeks ago, Pastor John he started a new message series calling Heart Check. And he already said part one, it was a, he talked about action of the heart. And part two, the attitude of the heart. And today, we're going to share about a heart that forgives. And we have been visiting the cardiologist. Did you notice that? Okay. (laughs) Yes. He's been checking our heart. And we've been searching inside of us. And asking God, search me of God. And that's what's going to happen. It's, it's been happening in the last two weeks. But let me tell you something. His surgery is not done yet. Amen? As a matter of fact, he's still working in us. The work he has began on us, he's bring, bringing it into completion, into perfection. Amen? Amen. And let me tell you something. It's going, he's going to continue to work in us until the day. That Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, will come for us. Amen. So, uh, we have been using this uh, scripture, Proverbs 4.23. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. In other words, everything we do and everything we say flows from here. Let me pause for here for a minute. Do you know that our heart condition is revealed by our speech? A good person, the Bible said, a good person produces good things from the treasury of good heart, of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasure of an evil heart. What we say flows from what is in our heart. Luke 6:45. So, our heart determines what comes out from our mouth. Can you say amen? Amen. So, if we want to change what comes out from our mouth, we need to continue to visit the cardiologist. Make an appointment. We're here together. Amen. (laughs) You know, I know you have heard this before, but hurt people... Hurt people, right? That's why I said in the beginning, and I'm going to go into some details. Well, some of them. <laughs> that I'm able to speak from my place of healing. And the next part we've been talking, it's Matthew 6, um, 1 through 18. Bear with me, okay? 18 verses, all right. (laughs) Watch out. Yes. Watch out. (laughs) Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. We were talking about giving and praying and fasting. But today we're gonna be talking about forgiveness. Forgiving. Amen. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) So when you give to someone in need, don't do it as a hypocrite do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and treat to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth, they have received. All the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know that what your right hand is doing. Give your gift in private and your father who sees everything will reward you. Now, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth. That is all that we reward they will ever get but when you pray go away by yourself shut the door behind you and pray to your father in private then your father who sees everything will reward you when you pray don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do they think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again don't be like them your Father knows exactly what you need, even before you ask Him. Pray like this. Verse number 9. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us of our sins as we have forgiven those who, have, who sinned against us. And don't let us yield into temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. Can we say an amen? amen? Now, verse fourteen. If Jesus said, "When you give, when you pray, when you fast, know that." And I know Pastor Joe he have mentioned that. And 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 he said when you pray, when you give, I'm sorry, when you give, you pray, and you fa- Jesus assumed believers we do those things, right? And it talk about spiritual discipline, but when he says, if I remember the hermeneutic, man, I said it right. Yeah. <laughs> the hermeneutic, it is the correct interpretation of the scripture. And it said, pay attention. To the words. What I love about Pastor George is like, man, he just loves language, you know? And I've been learning from him, okay? All right. (laughs) If this is a pause. So that means a supposition or condition, and that involves doubt or uncertainty. So in other words, Jesus said, if. You forgive. That's tough, right? If you forgive those who sin against you, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. Let let me just... Remind you that we just arrived our next destination, amen? <laughs> Let's move on, amen. And when you fast, don't make it obvious, and as hypocrites do, but they try to look miserable in this, mm mm-hmm, that one. I didn't <laughs> practice that one. This yes, you got it. Thank you. So people will yes, all right. You guys are awesome, right? Yes. So people will admire admire them for their fasting. I tell you the truth. That is the only reward they will ever get. But when you fast, comb your hair and wash your face. Then no one will notice that you're fasting except your father who knows what you do in private. And your father who says everything will reward you. Now let me ask you a question. Have we ever asked God to teach us how to forgive? Because even, even the disciple asked Jesus to teach him how to pray. But what about how to forgive? And because Jesus is so much madder than Pastor One, you know why he did it? He included forgiveness in the model of prayer. And there's a reason for it. Because prayer connects us with God, but forgiveness connects us with one another. How about that, y'all? <laughs> he said, I'm just in case, when you pray something, you feel like something is not quite right, you know? And, and I don't know about you, but I feel that like that in the past. I, I, my prayer doesn't even touch the ceiling, you know? And said, so, God, there's something there. And I had to come, hey, Hey, doctor, do you have an appointment today? Cardiologist, yes. You need to check my heart. I need your help. Because something ain't right. Did I say ain't? Yeah, ain't right, right? <laughs> I have some southern in me, okay? All right. <laughs> now, even Peter, I didn't include this scripture, but Peter, he didn't ask one time, you know, to Jesus, how, how many, uh, how to forgive. He said, how many times? And then uh, there's a tradition. I don't want to get there. But uh, there's a tradition that in the Judaism, in the they, they're supposed to forgive every person like three times at least. And Jesus, and Peter said, hey, um, Jesus, um, uh, is seven times okay? And he looked at him, uh, you're funny, you know. He said, no, I, I, Peter, I know, I know, I know what you, you mean, but, but, you know, but, but you got to forgive always. Another translation said seven times seven, another, you know, it's 49, and it's, another said 70, 70 times seven, 490. You know, that's a math right there. But what Jesus said, you have to forgive always. As a matter of fact, we have to pray continually, and then when you pray, because forgiveness is included, because because forgiveness and confession and acknowledge what we have done wrong and what people have done wrong to us, it is part of your prayer. I'll tell you, Jesus is so so much more than Pastor 1, okay? All right. Yes, Jesus. He wanted to make sure that we know that we have to forgive always. Now, let me move on. Let me ask you a question. I'm sorry. What the, the what does the word forgiveness simply mean? Forgiveness means to send away, to leave alone, to let go and to properly send away you said properly i know i get it sometimes we want to you know like yeah you know get out of my life get out of my way you know what i'm saying but jesus he, did it. he said properly with grace with favor, with love. I know you hurt me, but I love you. Keep going, you know. Okay, all right. <laughs> You know, forgiveness involves to willfully putting aside feelings of resentment towards someone who has committed a wrong. Biblically, I'm sorry, biblically means to change direction from accomplishing evil deeds and move towards accomplishing good deeds that are aligned with God's will. That's what I mean. Forgiveness, repentance is included. So why is forgiveness so important? You know why? Because it is the central theme of the gospel because it's the path of reconciliation to God, to us, And to others. Forgiveness is an act of faith and obedience. Forgiveness destroys bitterness. And it is the first step. Listen very well. It is the first step of the healing process. It's not a a quick fix. Okay? Alright? It's not. It is just a first step of your healing process. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been hurt by someone you love? You don't have to answer, but if not, just keep on living, okay? All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> now, have you ever hurt someone you love? You don't have to answer me, but I know I have. Both I have been hurt by someone that I love, but also have been hurt someone that I love. Because I'm a human being. You know what I found out about Pastor George when I met him? Man, I said, finally, I found a man who is 50% human and 50% divine. <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain why. Because I have served in ministry different Anyway, but I found out that I have sometimes I, I don't have this room to be who I am. I, we are like us, you know? We're just broken vessel, sustained by the grace of God, the same love that He has bestowed on us. Or lavish. Man, that's English, right? Lavish on us. (laughs) It is the same grace. And you know why I'm able to say this today? Because 2023, I said at the beginning, it was a very crucial life for our life. Like like the year for our life, my family. Okay? And then Pastor and Church on the Rock made a room for us to come and join this amazing community of believers, okay, and find healing for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Let me, I don't know, I, I'm going to be very transparent, okay. The last thing that we wanted to do I'll say a couple years back, before our transition here, it was to be in ministry. I'm not saying drift away from God, okay? That's one thing. But ministry. Because certain things that happened in the past, well, Wayne Sander, he shared something yesterday so powerful. You just go back, YouTube it, and... Twenty one days of prayer, 14 days. That was yesterday. Okay. Like hurt people, you know, like like difficulties and and and, and anyway. That's why I'm gonna reiterate this. I'm speaking from a place of healing. Because God has done Something and somebody believed what for for what God can do, okay. And, and someone saw a potential not an opportunity, a potential to see, okay, we can do this in the name of Jesus, man. Amen. Come on, praise God. You, you help me with your praise, okay. All right. Now, let me move on. We need to talk about the offense. Because in order to have forgiveness happen, an offense had to take place, right? I mean, an offense means ground doing Is a ground doing that can be intentional or unintentional. But also, we have to be careful because an offense has to, the, the potential to lead us into unforgiveness. And watch out for this. Bible said in Proverbs 19.11, look what it says. Good sense and discretion make a man slow to anger, but pay attention to this. But it is his honor and glory to overlook a transgression or an offense without seeking revenge and harboring resentment. It is easy to say it, right? To overlook. And as a matter of fact, you know, God never intended for us to overlook our whoever um, sinned against us. Never. As a matter of fact, it is important to acknowledge that there's something there, okay? And that it needs to be fixed. Amen? It's very important. But, but again, let me read it again. Good sins and discretion make a man slow to anger, and it is his honor and glory to overlook transgression or an offense without seeking revenge. So now, there's a symptom of, of unforgiveness, and there's some warning signs that you, we, the Spirit of God, help us to identify. Okay, let me move on. Ephesians 4.31, it said, get rid rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Hebrew, chapter 12, verse 15, it said, look after each other so that none of you fail to receive the grace of God. And watch out, again, that word, watch out. Pay attention. Be careful that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. You see the dangers of that? So, so I, I remember this story a long time ago. Uh, it was a guy that he was leading a team um, challenge. If you are familiar with it, it's a rehab uh, Christian rehab center. And I remember this story. And there were... Um, notice that there were flooding happening in the property, and they said, What's going on? So, long story short, he went and find out that where the water runs, where there was a lot of roots, you know? And they're that simple, you know? They found out, and there were roots in there, and the water was stuck, and then when, that, when the water gets stuck, it gets stagnant, right? An easy face. He cut the roads, and the water continued to flow. Remember, from here, from our hearts, everything flows. That's important to guard our hearts because it could be an obstruction here, that that is is a stumbling block for God to move and to continue to move in our life. Amen? Amen. Thank you. So, so let me ask you a question. Have we ever faced talk in some areas in our life? Or maybe our praying doesn't even touch the ceiling. I want to share this story. In, it was a few year, years back. I was dealing with frustration. And, and the service was on fire. And the worship was gone, you know. And, and I went to the altar to pray. And when I was praying, I was just praying and, and I felt something was not right. And the Lord spoke to me and said, Before you come and bring your offering to me, I want to talk about offering, I am to talk about my devotion to Him, okay, my surrender to Him. I said, You need to go to your wife. He said, Okay, I left my offering my devotion, my worship moment in the altar, and said, I got to go back. And I went to her, and she remembered. And he said, honey, I'm so sorry. We've been through this, and I, I just wanted to ask for forgiveness. And from that moment, the river continued to flow. You know, there's sin, I don't know, man. I'm trying to move on. The things that can hinder hinder our prayers, and that's why we need to have the Spirit of God to reveal what is in us. Let's move on, because I don't want to say offended. Okay? No. We need to move on to the process of healing, amen? Are you ready to get there? Okay. I want to finish with this. A heart that forgives is a heart that, number one, keeps no record of wrongdoings. For 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 to 5, it says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. I'm going to invite you just for a second here, you and God. You might have a list. I did... And I do have a list. Let me explain to you that of people that I have forgiven. And the reason I have a list is not to keep it wrong, it is that every time I think about them, I remember that I have been forgiven. And now I can pick some of that situation in my life because you'll never forget. But now you will remember with love. I remember, I don't know, I want I'm going to check this real quick. My dad, I didn't know that. When I was in my mother's womb, my mother's womb, He wants my mom to commit an abortion. I didn't know that until I was 17 years old. And when I found out about it, I said, wow, I didn't know. Now I understand why the spirit of rejection, like it was like in different areas in my life, rejection happening. But listen. Even ten months before my dad he passed away, (laughs) he got cancer and had to travel to Puerto Rico. That was in 2014, and I took care of my dad. And I said, "Dad, I just wanted to let you know that their past is in the past. I forgive you, Dad." Now you have an opportunity to come for God and, for, and, and ask for forgiveness. Because he loves you. I grew up in a Christian church. My mom, but he, my dad, he was a chronic alcoholic. All right? He was not a present dad. But I love him anyway. And 10 months before my dad, he passed. I told him, dad, there's nothing that passed. I love you. Jesus loves you more than we do. And he doesn't want you to perish. And there's an opportunity for you to come before him. And you know what? My dad became my my favorite disciple because I was able to lead him to Jesus for his glory before he died. Come on, praise God. And I have another... A few many things that I can share with you. Some are very sensitive. But love, a heart that forgives is, is a heart that keeps no records of wrong doings. Just think about that. Remember, those people with love. Let me, let me tell you this. When you forgive, you heal. And when you let go, you grow. Amen? Forgiveness is vital to our freedom, and the freedom of others. Because sometimes we think it's, it's more about me, right? And, and, and we gotta God, Jesus, He empathized. I feel I'm tired, of preaching. I'm, I'm, oh my God! All right. <laughs> it, it is vital. As a matter of fact, Jesus. Because of Jesus' redemption, we're free. If the Son set us free, we are free indeed. Amen? So because of Him, we're here. Amen? Now, number two. A heart that forgives is a heart that keeps in mind that has been forgiven. Psalm 13, 2, 3, it said, Let all that I'm, I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good thing He does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. I know a guy that imperfect, like all of us. And and that guy um, had a list about the forgiving people. When I say at least, I know, it's not write it down, okay? Don't get me wrong. Forgive my dad, and my daddy's forgiven, and this person, you know, is forgiven. And those people that didn't believe in me, and those people that rejected me. And that person that said, I wasn't planning to say this, but anyway. That you're not, you're not, you're not going to prosper here in Putnam County. Because a Puerto Rican doesn't have anything to contribute here. Ministry. I don't want to go detail. That's why I said at the beginning... I can stay here and talk about this with a face, with a smile on my face, because God has done it, amen, amen. for his glory, amen, <laughs> but, but I can tell you, I don't want to tell more story, but you know your stories, I know mine, but I know a guy that went through a lot of situations and Where's, where's that guy come on guy <laughs> he, he, that guy no even my wife has seen this picture I need some music here because I'm finishing okay If no, we're going to be here until 2 o'clock, okay? <laughs> I was able to forgive so many people in my life. And and so many people have forgiven me as well. He said, I'm not a saint. No, no. <laughs> That's why... I, as a question at the beginning, but. But it was difficult to forgive that guy. Where's the guy? Keep it there. <laughs> yeah. April 22nd, 2019, the day before it was Easter Sunday. That was the day after Easter, that Sunday. You can look it on your calendar. It's there. April 22nd, 2019, a Monday. I was in my room. I know my wife, she, she know me. She know me. But this is the first time you've seen this picture. That was almost five years ago. The day after Easter, while other people were, were being resurrected, I was digging my own grave. Dealing with feelings of failure, failure, frustrations. The offenses became deep ones. And I didn't know this term until I knew what was happening in my life. I self-afflicted myself. And I was not grateful Graceful to me I was Graceful, graceful and loving with everyone else But, but not to myself And that's sometimes that That's a big struggle Because we know We messed up We fail Get frustrated And, and that You know Built up in our hearts, and I was digging and digging, and I said, "God, I, I'm done. I'm just being honest with you. I'm done." Do whatever you want to do with me right now. I feel like, is it Elijah or Elijah? There's, you know. <laughs> in the cave, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Everybody around you go, oh, victory. Oh man, you can do this. Oh, come on, get pushing. Come on. And I was digging my own grave. But God, mm-hmm. come on, but God. <laughs> God resurrected me, and I had to do a heart check. And I know what was there. I said, God, I'm here. Forgive me. I come before you like open heart. I'm here, whatever you want to do. You want to take me home? Take me home. That's what I said. Take me home. But listen, no, no, son. I'm not done with you. Here's my grace. My grace is sufficient. I love you. Get back up. Move on. I'm not done with you. And the reason I'm here today, almost five years later, is because I he taught me how to be graceful to me. To myself. And that's a hard thing sometimes. We don't we don't know. We don't accept forgiveness. We do different things to inflict ourselves. But God. Last thing. Bye, guy. <laughs> Number three. A heart that forgives is a heart that keeps stri- striving to love like Jesus. Ephesians 4.32 said... Instead, be kind to what, to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. Just as God, through Jesus Christ, has forgiven us. Can we stand to our feet? Thank you for that bonus. I'm sorry. I, I I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what are we gonna do, James? chapter 5, verse 16. There's four steps in that verse. It said, confess, number one. Number two, acknowledge. We cannot surrender what we have not acknowledged. Amen? And it said, confess and acknowledge how you have offended one another and then pray. Yeah. Pray. Come on. Fifteen days praying and seeking the Lord, Amen. Pray for one another to be—I like this translation. It's uh, the Passion translation. To be instantly healed. I don't know if that the case because I said that forgiveness is the first step, you know, to our healing process. But we believe that God—he can do what we cannot do. Amen. <laughs> whatever he he, he's able to do more abundantly and exceedingly to be instantly healed from tremendous power its released through the passionate heartfelt prayer of a godly believer let me ask you this question when is the perfect time to forgive now in the midst of your pain, Jesus was on the cross when he said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do. He did not wait until Sunday, but while he was on the cross. <laughs> I wish I can share this. I'm going to be obedient to God. Years back, something happened, and a person on a, inappropriately touched one of mine, okay? Let's put it that, like that. I just being waiting to God. And in that moment, in that moment, in that moment, I took the phone. And I called relative. Hey, this happened. And that person literally want to kill. Like, yeah. And he said, listen, can I pray for you? Do you know when is the right time to forgive? When you're going in the midst of your pain. I don't know if this is for someone here. But someone watching online. In the midst of your pain. This is a a perfect time to forgive. Somebody told me. This is not a good time to cross that bridge. And I said I'm so sorry. The sooner the better. Listen, I don't, I'm being, I'm sorry, I'm taking time. The sooner, the better. I saw that person like two years later. As a matter of fact, let me move on. We went to the court, and the state attorney asked me, What do you want to do? And in tears, said, Nothing. And he looked at me, who's that crazy guy? I have been forgiven. I said, Don't, I said, Well, we already have this in our hands, so that's fine. I said, I I choose to forgive. I saw that person two years later, I was able to officiate. A sweet 16 for one of the family and God brought me there for a reason to test my heart. He was already like a teenager and I saw him and scared. Do you remember me? I said, Yes. Like kind of scared. I so said I hugged him. Years went by. Last December. Another calls him. Another uh, Swiss so ceremony. You know, God is going to take you to the place of your pain, so you will understand if you have been healed. There, mm, that's off. Okay. Last December, I saw the person again. Came to me and hugged me and now he's a young adult and he said Pastor Juan yes I remember you of course and he said I surrender my life to Christ I am serving him I... father forgive them for they don't know what they do. In a few moments. The worship team will lead us into a song. I pray your partners. They're going to be in the room. Right? Pastor. Okay. And also this altar is going to be. Open. If you want to come here. But with before we move on we just want to invite you to come into a personal relationship with Christ Jesus amen and freely accept his forgiveness and this is how we do it here Pastor George amen we all say it together amen if this is going to be the first time for you come on we're going to do it with you in the name of Jesus amen With every head bowed and eyes closed. All together. Let's pray. Dear Jesus. I give you my life. All of it. Come into my heart. Forgive me all my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Make me new. All that I am. It is yours. In Jesus name. Amen. Come on. Celebrate Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, this is another challenge for all of us here. If you feel like there's something that you need to surrender and to acknowledge, come here. Continue. the altar. It's open. Okay. Just come and pray and lead it. leave it there. Um, before the Lord. And also, I'm going to challenge you this week. If you know there's someone, mm-hmm. Pastor Joe, he used the word like relinquish. Rel- rel- you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> you know, pick the phone. You know God and what he's doing. Invite that person. It could be your spouse. It could be, a, I don't know how you this message, the rest of Resonate in your heart, but we want to challenge us, amen, to to take a a step and extend God's love, grace, and forgiveness, amen, come on, Mm -hmm. praise God.